p.m. Bex Fitz. At 2.30pm on Friday, everybody I know <laughs> was waiting for Taylor Swift's new album, Midnight's, to drop. Uh, so it was midnight her time, which is 2.30 oh, our time. So she released it at midnight. Oh, because I was like, I'm not going to stay up for that. She is so clever. I don't know whether there's an album that was more anticipated than this because she announced it at the VMAs. It was on Kim Kardashian's birthday. She released the um, the album names, like the song names, one by one in like a bingo wheel. She just has her fans eating out of her hand. She's very, very clever. Mm. Uh, so it became the biggest single streaming day in Spotify history. It had more than 228 million streams, her new album. The wow. first time an artist, uh, any artist, earned over 200 million streams in a single day on Spotify. This is the single. She also released the film clip for this, which has a cute little short film in the middle of it, which is actually oh. really funny. Anti-hero. Okay. Anti-hero. Um, many songs yeah, right. about exes. I'm just having a look here. Uh, she song does you're write on your a own lot about cute. exes. She does. She recounts a young person who longs for love but eventually understands blah, blah, blah. Mm. Uh, the song Lavender Haze is about uh, her relationship. With her current boyfriend, Joe Alwyn. Oh, they've been together six years. Yeah. Oh, God. So she's pretty much had a normal dating history. Wow. <laughs> she just writes <laughs> right. about her exes. You reckon he's so, get a bit nervous? Beck, let's have it though, Beck. The, the new album, um, yay or nay, is it like a winner? It's a cross between lover and reputation. There's. I have no uh, idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Two of her previous. Uh, oh, Anti Hero okay, is right. my favourite, which I feel like makes me a real basic bitch because that's kind of the single. Um, but mm. I also like uh, Bejeweled. I think you've got that one. Yeah, I can play um, Mm. There's not a real couple of standouts for me yet, but I'm enjoying it. I listened to it about ten times. Is there something in there that gets you on the dance floor? Is there something a bit more upbeat? Because no, that anti-hero sounded a bit be, slow. Yeah, I think that's probably, if I had to make a criticism, it is a bit slow. What if, what if oh. Taylor just tuned in in the last 60 seconds where you said uh, it's a bit slow and there's no real standouts? It's me. This is my standout. Catchy. So this is this is anti-hero. I yep. reckon they'll remix a couple of them and they'll become bangers. But all, what I also <laughs> like, she also always has. <laughs> she, she, oh, no, oh, yeah, right. This okay. Needs a good remix. <laughs> um, she also loves surprises. So she dropped the album at oh. midnight, and then three yep. hours later at three a.m., she dropped yes. the three a.m. edition that had seven bonus tracks. Oh, oh. no! You've I gone mean, out and bought the midnight she one. She spoils us. Hang on. It, so hang on, you've barely given the main album a pass mark. How rubbish are those seven not, bonus tracks? I didn't say it was rubbish. I just said it's 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 a grower, not a shower. It's a grower, oh, wow. not a shower. Right. I'm sure she'd love that review. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm not sure why I used that expression yeah. in that context. No, Beck's, Beck's review was, no, once they get remixed, yeah. they'll become bangers. <laughs> get that funny feeling in the morning. Bet Cozzy and Limo for breakfast. Tell you what, guys, it's been a massive week in sports sponsorship. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you've been following all of this, but the Fremantle Dockers, mm-hmm. uh, well, they apparently have an issue with one of their major sponsors, Wood, or their major sponsor, Woodside Petroleum. Uh, a bunch, uh, an action group has got together on behalf of Fremantle and says that Woodside Petroleum's position on fossil fuels doesn't align with the club's views or the club's position. So they're saying they need to end that sponsorship deal. Mm-hmm. Then there's Cricket Australia. Uh, they've got a, their major sponsor is Alinta Energy. And Pat Cummins has come out and said, the captain of the Australian cricket team, their carbon footprint's too big. Huh. We need to end the deal. It cannot go on. 
Uh, and then there's Netball Australia. Mm. Well, they've ended their association with uh, Hancock Prospecting uh, because of some very dodgy comments that Lang Hancock mm. made. Well, she pulled it in of, the end, I think, didn't she? That said no. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah they. Uh, like, it's just, it's just a minefield out there. And I think sporting teams just need to play it safe and stick to areas where there are no issues, guys. Okay. Just stick to gambling, alcohol, and fast food. <laughs> all right, we all know there are no problems in those areas there. Sure. So Jack Daniel, sports bet Maccas, go for it. That's where that's where your future is. Get that Adelaide feeling with Bet Cosy and Limo for breakfast. Right now, hang on a minute. Cleanse your chakras oh, and no. fire up your sage sticks. Okay. It's time to get hippie with Beck. Oh, dear. You guys know that I'm on a constant wellness and self-exploration <laughs> journey. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love being well. Yes. I yeah. love journeys. Yeah. Uh, so when I heard that Wellfest Adelaide is on at the moment, I took an opportunity to go along to one of the events. Uh, it was 7.30 on Saturday what? morning Yeah, in an Adelaide zoo. I took my 19-year-old because we've been, um, look, clashing. Lately, to be honest. All right. And you thought getting her out of bed early on a Saturday and dragging <laughs> yeah. her to the zoo would did. be a way to heal yeah. the rift. We Maybe did. that's why you're clashing. You need to let her sleep in a little bit. Yeah. yeah. She, she had been out late at night. She didn't appreciate being dragged out of bed. The event we were oh. going to at Adelaide Zoo was called Forest Bathing. Forest Bathing? Animal oh, cool. Observation. Forest Bathing. Forest. We bathed. What is forest bathing? Well, uh, we, it's essentially meditation in the uh. zoo. <laughs> So you're in a, in a forest and you can hear the animals. And do you guys meditate? No. Yeah, do you? Uh, gee, she said me meditate, think. mate. Just to clarify. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, no. No. <laughs> uh, uh, but having having said this, I know a lot of successful people meditate. They do. That's and why I, I want to do it. I shouldn't scoff at it because you know a lot of people get a lot out of it, but I just can't be bothered. No. Well, and also the trick of it, obviously, when you get good at it is the ability to completely empty your mind. See, that should be fairly easy for you. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. (laughs) (laughs) But I have a very busy mind and so... Do you? Working out, is it the nails or the facial? stupid things. Yeah. So basically, we did this Mm. meditation where we stood in a circle. There were seven of us all up. Right. And then, this, yes, it, well, that, that was slightly distracting. But we, at the end, what? we yeah. were asked, and I, I don't like also sharing in a group of people I don't oh, know. I'm not no. a big group sharer. No, it's no, like 7.30 no. on a Saturday morning. I don't really want to share my feelings. Right, okay. Do you know the other seven people? No, no oh, I don't, so apart no, from my daughter. Oh, I don't want to be there. No. <laughs> I don't, I like, mm. They said, feel free not to share, but Great. you don't want to be the one in the circle who oh, doesn't no. share. Oh no, I'm happy to. I'm happy to say, okay, good. I'm, I'm not, not sharing. sharing. Yeah. So they, she said, "What did you notice during the meditation?" <laughs> oh, you said. And I had just got fixated on everybody's shoes because I was looking down, and I wanted to say that three out of the seven people in our group are wearing sketches. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, no. <laughs> Is that what you what said? I what did you say? That's so what Beck actually said at the end is, I've noticed that five out of seven people in this group aren't following me on Instagram. <laughs> Get that funny feeling in the morning. Bet Cozzy and Limo for breakfast. Do you Google the set list before you go to a concert? Um, I was lucky enough to go over to Garth mm. Brooks' concert in Ireland with my beautiful wife, and 
I was so excited. I've wanted to go to Garth Brooks since I was a little kid, and I like know all these songs, mm. and I know some people listening will be, oh my god, that's a naff country singer. You're wrong. He's the best. Um, <laughs> so we went right. over, and the the day before the concert. Um, our friends that we went with said, oh, hey, we're going to Google the set list. Um, what do you reckon will be the, the first song? I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Mm. I don't want to Google the set list. No. I don't want to know. Don't tell me. Yeah. What about you guys? No, yeah. absolutely not. No? You no, no. no. I, I Googled it. Where I've been to see Bruce Springsteen a few times, and I have started Googling his set list because I do want to know if he's going to play Thunder Road because he <laughs> – because it's my favourite Bruce Springsteen song, right? And sometimes he doesn't play it. And I just don't want to sit there for three hours going, is he going to play Thunder Road? I want to know in advance whether or not he's going to play it so I can just prep myself. But does that sort of ruin it? Mm. You know, like how about the moment he plays Thunder Road and you don't know it's coming and you're it, like, oh my God, it's, it's Thunder, Thunder Road. Road. I'll tell you what's worse. If you, it's a three-hour concert, you get to the end and he hasn't played it. And I think to myself... I've been thinking about it all night. I just wish I'd Googled it, then I would have known. Okay, I want to do a snap poll. 131060 right now. We'll send you off to the movies if you get yourself on air. 131060, do you Google the set list before going to a concert? Mm. And do you know the only pro I could think of about why you would Google the set list is to work out if you need to go to the toilet during the concert. Mm. At least you go, well, after Thunder Road, he's going to sing Back in Black. I hate that song. I'll go to the, the, the toilet then. Apart from that, I just don't think I want to know. (laughs) And surely they change up the encores sometimes. Surely. I don't know that they do. It is amazing how often the set list is exactly the same. Uh, Yeah. Concert to concert, Mm. yeah. Uh, And they tend to stick with the same. I don't know, there's a part of me likes to know. It's sort of predictable anyway. Yeah. I think for a lot of of I mean, you know Daryl Braithwaite's going to... Two horses is your encore. How about horses? Uh, uh, yeah. How about yeah. when you're at a concert and they go, I just want to play you some new songs. Oh, no. God. No, no. Daniel from Newton, what about you, mate? You there, buddy? Hey. Oh, Daniel, how are you, mate? Yeah, not bad yourself. Are you on speakerphone at the moment, mate? Oh, uh, no, I just put my AirPods in. Oh, oh, AirPods are in. Okay. Yeah, right, mate. No, you're busy. Don't want to hold you up too long. Uh, <laughs> concerts, uh, what do you do, mate? I do not Google the set list. Yeah. I, I can't. I just feel like you want to be surprised, and then when your favourite song comes on, you don't know it's coming, and then it's just it's better. Yeah. I can't. I can't mm. imagine googling it. I agree. Yeah. It's because if you want to know the order, then you just listen to their CD, and then you know the order they're sure. going to come in. But isn't it the case that nine times out of ten, your favourite song is going to be in the encore? Yes, unless you've mm. got a real niche. You know, indie favourite. <laughs> you got a niche vibe. Yeah, yeah I'm real niche. Uh, Jaden in North Plimpton, do you Google this set list before you go to a concert? I do. I do Google the set list. Oh, how that... come? Because um, I want to like know if like my favourite band, like if they're going to play my favourite song. Like I've looked up the Guns N' Roses for concert, and I know that towards the end, all my favourite songs are on there. So I know if I need to take like a bathroom break, <laughs> to go like before oh. them. <laughs> See, it helps with planning. You're quite right, Jaden. I wonder, is there a correlation between people that like to Google the set list and people that want to find out the sex of their baby? Yeah, maybe. Don't like surprises. Mm. Mm. Jackie from Seaford Rice. Firstly, uh, have you had a baby before? Yes, I've got two. Okay. Did you find out the sex of your baby when you you were having them? I did, yes. But we kept it a secret, but yeah, I could not keep that. Okay. Until I had the baby. (laughs) Too long. Okay. And then what about the concerts? Do you also want to find out the set list? I do. Mm -hmm. Interesting. I think it's because 
you're a girl. You need to know if you're wearing flats. Or are you wearing heels? Oh. Are you going to be sitting? Or are you going to be driving? Are you going to be dancing your feet off? Or are you just going to be sitting mellow? If your favourite song's going to be playing, you're up there. You're grooving away because that's what you're there for, for your favourite song. Wow, you're a real so, planner, Jackie. Yeah. Yeah. So, Jackie, your the shoes you choose to wear will be influenced by the set list? Uh, a thousand percent. Look. Wow. Okay. Yeah, going from a Jimmy Barnes concert to an Amy Shark concert, like mm. I'm all for the different range and genres of concerts. But you need to know: Are you wearing decent <laughs> shoes, or are you wearing Jack, <laughs> or just Jackie. jeans and a nice yeah. top? Thank yeah. you so much for calling. <laughs> yeah. And also, yeah. let's not Lima overlook the fact that shoes you choose—it sounds like a Doctor Zeus book. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Emily from Davenport Park, you got the final say. Do you Google the set list before going to a concert? You do what? I do, yeah. How come? <laughs> Um, well, if you want to go get a drink or you go to the toilet, you need to make sure you go on the songs that you mm. don't want to hear as much as the ones you do want to hear. Hey, Emily, have you ever been and, at a concert where everyone's walked out to the bathroom at the same time because everyone agrees that well, yes. the one particular song is rubbish? Always the lineup. <laughs> Oh, that's and just being a woman, though, yeah, isn't it, Emily? I know. I feel, for, up. I feel for that. Get that Adelaide feeling. With Bet Cozzy and Limo for breakfast. We are absolutely pumped for our suburb party on Thursday night. Now, how this works, if your name is in your suburb, mm. your first name or your last name, then you are getting an invite to our suburb party mm-hmm. uh, on Thursday night. This is huge. So, if you, for example, it'll be full of people like Elizabeth from Elizabeth yeah. mm-hmm. or Glenn from Glen Earl mm-hmm. except, mm-hmm. or Ken mm-hmm. from Kensington, Absolutely. et cetera, et cetera. Yep. It is going to be huge and we cannot wait. Hi, my name is... And I'm from... Beck, Cozzy and Lemos. My name is... Party. From Blakeview, we've got who? Blake. Yay! From Andrew's farm. Good morning, Andrew. Yes. Who do you want to take to our party? Uh, My stepdad, Pete. Pete Pete. from Peterhead. Oh! Oh. Yeah, g'day, I'm Greg. And my surname's Pete, and I live in Pete. Oh! Oh. I've got a mate who's a fruit picker, Surrey. And where's he from? Surrey Downs. Oh! Oh. Sharon in Christy Downs. Is your hubby? Yes. Chris from Christy Downs. Chris from Christy Downs. Joanne in Manapara is your daughter. What's her name? Let's go to the suburb of Virginia. Who am I talking to? Virginia. Let's go to Christy Downs. And who have we got? Christy. Yeah. Yeah. Who are you nominating? My sister-in-law. Her real name's Annette, but we call her Annette for short. And she lives in Netley. Perfect. Well, it's not actually me. It's my husband, Evan. And we live in Evanston Park. Who have we got there? Glenn from Glengarry. Glenn oh. from Glengarry. Good morning. My name is Yvonne Craig and I'm in Craig Mall. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, we know you guys deserve a free night out where we pay for the food and the drinks and the entertainment. Uh, and if you'd like to come along this Thursday, then your name just needs to match your mm. suburb in mm. some way. 131060, call us right now yeah. if you're listening to all of that and think, oh, my gosh, my name, my name, my name yeah. fits. It's the My mm. Name is Party. It's happening at the Peninsula Hotel. Fun, quirky, different. A pub with a twist of Victoria Road tap. Peru this Thursday night. Okay, I'm pretty excited about this. Who have we got on the line on 131060? Hello. Hey, you've got Elizabeth here. From? Elizabeth. Yay! Yay! We found you. Yes, you did. What's it like being Elizabeth from Elizabeth? Um, It's pretty... Awesome, I suppose. Um, you know, it's, yeah, it's, hey, I'm Elizabeth from Elizabeth. 
Right. And Elizabeth, have you met other Elizabeths from Elizabeth? Uh, no, I haven't. No. I'm sure they're out there. Were you born in the suburb of Elizabeth? Like, was it a deliberate thing by your parents or did you move there? No, no, I moved there. And when you moved there, did you kind of chuckle and go, oh my God, I'm going to be Elizabeth from Elizabeth? <laughs> no, 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 I didn't. No, no. <laughs> Get that funny feeling in the morning. Bet Cozzy and Limo for breakfast. This is Breaking News. Rebecca Morse has one of the best news reader voices in the business. Not one of the best, mate. The best. <laughs> the best. Uh, sorry, the she, best. She just the... had a crack at us off air. Oh, because you no, no. used to talk up my newsreader voice more and to, you're pegging it back. To be fair, to be fair, all right, let me start this again. Go Rebecca on. Morse yeah. has a voice yeah. and we're going to use that to read out song lyrics. Your job uh, is to identify the song by title and artist. Uh, first in, best dressed. Good luck to our callers today, guys. Yeah, we have uh, a cozy. Well, let's go to Capunda where it absolutely poured down, didn't it, Brittany? You get some rain there, mate? Oh, yeah, a lot of rain here. Yeah, nuts. So you're representing Capunda and Stephanie's representing Trinity Gardens. Good luck, Stephanie. Thank you. Breaking news. You are my fire. The one Brittany. desire. Oh, uh, uh, Brittany, yes. Backstrip boys. Um, I want it that way. Oh. Well right. Oh, well yeah. done. Very good. Nothing but uh, a heartache. Well, well Brittany... It's as simple as this. You get this one and you win. Stephanie, you need this one to stay in the game. Breaking news. I ain't got the time. And if my daddy thinks I'm fine, they tried to make me go to rehab. But I won't. Uh, Steph- Brittany. Oh, Stephanie. Steph Justin, I think. I think Steph, yeah. yeah. Um, Amy, um, oh, what's her name? Uh, they're trying to make me go to rehab. I oh, see. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, my God, Amy. Um, oh, rehab. Three, drink a bit two, of... One. Oh, I remember her last <laughs> Oh, no. Brittany? Amy Winehouse, rehab. Yeah. Get that Adelaide feeling. With Bet Cozzy and Limo for breakfast. Just another mum fail Monday. Mum Fail Monday. Once a year, my kids' school have a parent cocktail night. They usually do it at the start of the year as a bit of a, you know, mingler. Yeah, okay. So all the parents yeah. can get together. But because of COVID, they're still kind of getting back to normal. So it was the first one we've had on Friday night at oh, the, for at about the school? three years at the school. Isn't it funny drinking at your kids' yeah, school? Yeah, it feels weird. No, but I kind of like it. <laughs> I, I don't know. For some reason I go, oh, we're having beers where the kids hang out. Uh, uh, can we guess what happened? Oh, okay. Yes, okay. go. Parent I've, cocktail I've, I've, night. What happened to me? Hey, parent cocktail night. I've got a couple of guesses. Uh, you were talking to the principal and you forgot the names of your own kids. <laughs> he said, who are your kids again? And you went, I can't yeah, I did have a quick chat to the principal. Very brief because I didn't want to say something stupid. Did you go ahead and ask all the other teachers to call you Mrs. Morse? <laughs> okay. no. no, I think I've got it. I think I've got it. At one point there was music playing and you were dancing like Elaine in Seinfeld. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> These you know crazy dance moves. That's close. I did because it was really? on grass and I was oh. wearing heels. I yes. did take my shoes off and right. dance barefoot. Did you? <laughs> oh. Yeah. Crazy. It was four thirty. And the yeah. um and the band is like a band made up of the music oh, no. teachers. 
Oh, the teachers. Oh, yeah, great. Oh, my God. Hang on. The, the teachers band. The teachers oh, band. Oh, wow. <laughs> what, sort of songs, what sort of songs oh, are the teachers? Trying, oh, like like co- covers, presumably. Yeah, covers. Of sort I can't of even think songs. of one. Yeah. Just your party. Schools out oh, for I can't summer. even Horses. name one. Horses by Daryl No, Dale I don't Brown. think they played horses. I can't. God, they must have been good. <laughs> anyway, what happened? Come on. you were kind of close with your guests. So you have a name tag. And underneath yes. your name, on your name tag, is the year that your student is in. And it's oh, okay. different colour for every year. So if you're sort of sure. mingling, you can go, oh, you've got a kid in year eight. Yeah. So do I. And that's your little icebreaker. So right. I found myself in a circle of mums and we all had the eight and I didn't know any of them. So we were like, oh, you know, I've got Miller in year eight. And they, anyway, and then they said, um, who's she got? Who's her homeroom teacher? Oh. And they all went around and said their kids' homeroom teachers. And I, for the life of me, oh, no. couldn't remember oh. Miller's teacher. This happened to you before. It's like a teacher. The teacher. Yeah. It's a bit different to primary school because it's just a homeroom teacher. But then I'm like, yes, uh, do I go with like, she's got Smith. <laughs> <laughs> just make <laughs> or, it up. Or, or she's, yeah, she's got Mrs. Jones. Mm. I'm like, do uh, yeah. I count on these other, t- the other parents being as ignorant as me and not knowing? And, but then the they start rattling. They know all of them. Not only yeah. do they know their own kids' homeroom teachers, they know all of the homeroom oh, teachers in your age. So they start so rattling them off. And I just. These, was, are, like, these are like parents who. <laughs> Kind of pay attention and are invested in their kids' education. You know, I I must credit my wife dearly because I marvel at her knowledge of the kids' schools and so. Like she'll say, she'll not only know the teachers. She'll say, uh, "Okay, Charlie Rose is moving across to Mrs. Jones's room now. Mrs. Jones came across from three other schools, and now she's highly qualified. Did you know, Did you know she loves you? fishing and she's <laughs> often going out to their peninsula? Like she knows the whole. Story. I need Sam like that scene in Devil's Wears Prada where Sam just stands yes. behind me and whispers in my ear. Now that's that teacher. She taught. Last year, or I got oh, no. no idea. But I, I think it's how much time you spend at the school and stuff. And mm. to be honest, I Thanks. don't spend yeah. as much time as Sam does with the kids and the yeah. school drop offs yeah. and all that kind of stuff because yeah. I'm always uh, yeah. working. This is a mum fail, by the way. But, but <laughs> no, I'm getting to the, the same thing happened to me where, where basically I was at the kids' school and someone asked me the same question. And I said, They said, Well, what grade are your kids in? And I said, Oh, that's a good question for Sam, who was standing next to me. Well, I Uh, had that written on a name tag, so at least I (laughs) did. Get that funny feeling in the morning. Bet Cozzy and Limo for breakfast. Dex Fits. There are some voices that are just so familiar to us through, Mm. like, your Siri voice. Mm -hmm. David Attenborough. Yep. I'm talking more with your tech or Alexa. Alexa. Or your navigator. Now, do you have a male or a female navigator? In your car. Female, which is weird when she's telling me where oh, to go yeah. and my wife's also telling me where to yeah. go. I'm like, I can only focus when one of you guys yeah. is yelling at me. Women are the worst. What oh, about you? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you took the words right out of my mouth. Um, I, a female voice in my Yeah, I have a female well, voice yes. as well. Yes. But those, you think of those people and the responsibility and also how long it would take to basically say every single word, particularly with a navigator, like the street names and... I imagine the technology now is at a point where you just make a, you know, a hundred letters or sounds or whatever, and then yeah, they can just mash it all together. Another yeah. voice that has become very familiar uh, through the rise of TikTok is the mm. female voice that does text-to-speech. So when you go viral on TikTok, a lot of the TikToks will have the woman reading out what you type in, and that's kind of... Like you, you do. Oh, anyway, oh, let me. She has unveiled sure. herself. Her name yeah. is Kat. She is a radio host from Canada. This is what you've been asking for the most. So if you're ready, I'm ready. 
Yes, I'm the TikTok text-to-speech girl. My name is Kat. I work with TikTok on TTS and other projects. I love working with TikToks. I love seeing your TikToks. Sometimes you guys make me say some pretty horrendous things. It's pretty messed up, but I kind of think it's funny. I don't mind it at all. You're probably sick of my voice. I'm sick of my voice. <laughs> you know that wow, voice? Wow. Have you heard it on the TikTok? It sounds like Steph, our old producer. <laughs> it does a bit. <laughs> anyway, so because we're both radio gals, I got in contact with Kat and I got her to do some <laughs> yes. stuff in that oh, voice for each of us. Okay. So oh, there's wow. one for Cosy. Oh. Cosy, your boots smell like cow poo. Also, do you own any other polo shirts? Yes. <laughs> How long did you spend on this? <laughs> um, 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 she, I think she's got one for Lemo. Oh, yeah. Lemo. Yeah. TikTok is a social media application that young people use on their mobile phones, which are telecommunication devices not connected to the wall. <laughs> Hang on. So my rotary phone, I don't need that anymore. Is that what you were telling me? Um, and I think, I'm not sure because I didn't request it. I no. didn't ask oh, for one. Oh, oh, here we I go. I didn't ask for yes. one, but I think she might have done one for me. Okay. Back. You look beautiful today, and you are an excellent mother. <laughs> okay. Well, that voice will clearly say anything. Get that Adelaide feeling. With Bet Cozzy and Limo for breakfast. You know when you meet someone and they tell you an interesting story and you are just riveted and you're just hanging off mm. every word they're saying. Doesn't it happen six to nine weekdays? <laughs> <laughs> well, not so far. Um, I was at the Bath Hotel on the parade last night. The, the kids had their dance at the theatre there and uh, we are having a few pre-drinks so that we could sit through the whole dance concert. <laughs> and um, right. there was a lady called Sue there. I, I may have met her before. She's about 65, I'll say. Mm. And anyway, mm. Sue's at this table of people that I sort of half knew. Mm. And then uh, Sam says to me, my wife goes, oh, Sue's the one that had that accident. And I go, oh. And then she tells us this story that, that culminates in her needing open heart surgery. Now, I'm glued to every word she's saying. Mm. And she describes how the doctors had to uh, cut her down her chest and open up her chest and, you know, get it stuck into the heart. And uh, it turns out she needed like a stent or whatever it's called. Yeah. You know, the things in your heart. Sure. Mm. Yeah. She then goes on to tell us that she had sort of three options that they gave her about which stent she, she could choose or <laughs> that they would choose to put in her. One's a bare metal stent, like a metallic mm. uh, stent. The other one was a mm. drug-related stent. It must have some medicine or drugs around it that slowly, I don't know. Drug-related. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not getting some of this right, but you kind of go with something. And the third option, which is the one made my ears prick, was the porcine yeah. uh, coronary stenting. That's which, a pig. That, which is a pig. <laughs> Um, right. And I said to her, well, which one did you choose? And she said, well, I couldn't have the pig one because of my age. So I think they went with the metal one. She said, I said to her, you're crazy. You're crazy. You had the option to have the pig one in you and you said no. And I put my beard down. I went, crossed my arms. I went, because huh! I'm someone that loves bacon. So the opportunity to have bacon in me permanently yeah. So close to my heart, which Bacon's been for so many years, would be an opportunity too good to resist. Yeah, but the problem is, because if you did that, you'd be sitting home at one night hungry, yeah. and you'd look in the fridge and there'd be no food, and then you'd eat your own heart out. Imagine, so, imagine your blood smelling like bacon if you tripped over. I mean, like, or, or why stop there? Like, why stop there? Like, because I've always said that pigs are an amazing animal, give you so many great products. What about change your feet into pork chops, or, or like? Imagine if your legs were made of ham. Like, how handy would that be? God, I'm starving.
I'm just going to take some of my thigh. <laughs> so then people, you would allow people to eat your legs. Mm. Mate, I wouldn't just allow them. I'd encourage it. How would you You'd get encar- steps up though? <laughs> oh, well, I'd have to move my trotters a little more. <laughs> That funny feeling in the morning. Bet Cozzy and Limo for breakfast. It's time for Monday, Monday. Movie. Movie Mayhem. Oh, and my apologies to the phone lines that have just copped an absolute <laughs> beating in the last few minutes as people <laughs> have been calling 131060 from everywhere <laughs> to just get involved with a little bit of Monday Movie Mayhem. We've had to bring in six or seven extra oh. staff to mm-hmm. help man the phones, but I think. We are ready to go. How it works is we play a little clip from a movie, and you have to guess what the movie is. Uh, let's uh, kick it off. Uh, John Bleeby on the button. All right, here we go. Here's your first grab. I know. This thing is hunting us. All of us. Ooh. You know that. Ooh. Okay, Fiona in Evandale. Can you identify that movie? No. And are you, I've been able to identify every other movie you've had oh. on. Yeah. See, this this is the type of mayhem we get (laughs) on a Monday. So our next caller gets a little bit more. Okay, let's have some more. All right, here we go. What do you think you're doing? You're going to need everyone. I'm taking her back. We're out of here in five minutes. You're not going yet. Oh, I recognise a voice in there. Tuana in Evanston. Do you know? Oh, okay. So obviously it's, I can tell that's Arnie. Yeah. Mm. Any ideas, Tuana? I'm going with Predator. I'm going with Predator. Predator? Tuana! Oh, my God! Predator! Oh, my God! Talk about mayhem! There you go. You have done it! All right, let's this play is the madness. Let's play the last classic line from oh. this movie. Only goes for three seconds. Here it is, Tuana. Well done. If it bleeds... We can kill it. There you go. Uh, what oh, my God. Uh, our apologies to the, let me, 33, 34, 36 people on hold uh, for this game. Uh, Tawana's just too good. Well done, Tawana. Get that Adelaide feeling. With Bet Cozzy and Limo for breakfast. Nine to Five, the musical, is currently on at Festival Theatre. We went to see it last week. And playing the villain, Franklin Hart Jr., is Eddie Perfect. Eddie, you are just evil in this role. Well, thank you very much. Yes, great fun. I've always liked playing the villain. Who wants to be the nice person? I get to make Casey Donovan cry eight times a week. It's brilliant. <laughs> no one wants to be the good guy. Eddie, your character today would be cancelled in a heartbeat. Yeah. yeah. Like half that stuff you just you wouldn't even be able to go near does that add an extra element of fun or menace to it for you? It does. When we first started doing the show, I, you know, I wasn't quite prepared for the hate that would sort of come from the audience. <laughs> and now I really lean into it. I really enjoy it. I know it's coming. I try and make it worse. And, um, you know, it's quite extraordinary hearing people gasp and groan because everybody has worked with someone who's a little bit like, my character in 9 to 5. Yeah. Also, what about the first uh, fitting for your costume? Because you spend a lot of the show in um, like S&M type gear and a gimp <laughs> mask. Like the first time they showed you that little sort of pouch, you have studded pouch, did you just go, ah, uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> when I got the gig, I told my New York agent I was doing 9 to 5 playing the, the evil boss and he was like, oh my God, 
Are you okay with all the bondage gear? And, and I was like, what? <laughs> no, one, no one mentioned that to me at all. And uh, when the stuff turned up, I was actually imagining something a lot worse, something a lot more revealing. Okay. And so I'm, I'm pretty happy that it's not as bad as it could have been. But it is pretty weird. Eddie, yeah. uh, 9 to 5 is on here in Adelaide, obviously, and everyone's loving it. Uh, we're going to head along. My kids are 13 and 14. Are they too young for the show? Uh, not if you want them to, you know, smoke pot for the rest of their life. No, that's a joke. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my kids have seen the show many times, and my kids are, are younger than yours. I take my kids to a lot of theatre that's probably, you know, a little age inappropriate because we have a rules. You can say or do anything you like as long as you do it on a stage. And... Um, <laughs> This has some grown-up themes in it, but I think kids will enjoy it. And the stuff that's made for adults really does fly over kids' heads. Yeah. Um, you got a standing ovation on opening night, Eddie. What have the Adelaide crowds been like? I think Adelaide's been our best audiences so far. It's been extraordinary. Oh, you said that to all the um, cities. <laughs> oh, my gosh. They just really come. And, you know, like, it, there's a lot of sort of slightly shocking stuff from a gender politics perspective that's really, you know, confronting Adelaide audiences are very cool with being able to just enjoy the wrongness and the darkness of the comedy. Uh, and they've been having a ball. And it's like, it's you know, it's Dolly Parton descending from the roof in a cartoon clock, <laughs> singing nine to five. It's super fun. There's great performances from the three female leads. It's like, a, it's a really rough and good time. So yeah, we've been having a blast in Adelaide. Uh, Eddie, I particularly loved how you close out the first half of the show. I don't want to give too much away, but is that a... Do you enjoy that moment? I really do enjoy that moment. And that moment has gotten pretty surreal because um, I don't know if people are supposed to, but they get their phones out and take photos of me. (laughs) People that know my wife take photos of me and then they send them to my wife. And my wife, every every day or every second day, gets... um, photo of me dangling from the rafters on her phone and she's got quite the collection. Eddie Perfect playing Franklin Hart Jr. It's on at Adelaide Festival Theatre until November 5. If you haven't got your tickets already, book it. It's a a rollicking good time and some very good like female empowerment messages as well, which I was all about. Woo! Totally. Totally. (laughs) Thanks, Eddie. Back, Cozzy and Lebo. SAFM.